leverage your podcast suggests that it's the person who has the podcast, right? That's leveraging mm, it. Not necessarily. Or not as opposed. To, well, it also may be. But what if there were a, a sister podcast called You Guested? <laughs> but it's guested. It's G. Oh, nice. That's you very guested. That's good. And it sounds like you guessed it. I know. You guessed it. And then I should do that. The idea is you have people come on and they've been a guest on podcast. They want to be or whatever. And there you go. That's a gift. Take it. Take okay. it. Just, okay. I'll, I'll put it know, in my, my little pocket. As my grandmother would say in Yiddish, they would say in Yiddish, take, take it and be well. Take yes. it in good health. Martians landed, yes. wearing Prada suits, yes. drinking Henry's seltzer, yes. chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes, and a verse about. Yes, your product here. Yes, I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and I'm a message therapist. Yes, and I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right. That's it. Yes, we'll help you fix the world. Yes, or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes Brand Podcast. Yes. Welcome back from spring break. I hope your spring break was exciting and delightful. And I don't know, was it a, a rapid fire kind of spring break? Or you did you just start spring break? Was it uh, the kind of all-inclusive spring break, which means it's all included in terms of the things that your kids want and then you don't get anything? You know, whatever it is, what it made me think of this morning was that if you really want insight into spring break and what it really means, what it's really all about, its history and its legacy, you should track down a film called Spring Break Sorority Babes. Spring Break Sorority Babes is a film that I co-wrote with a gentleman named Bill Milling. And oh, what it did for both of us to launch us into the nether sphere of script writing and filmmaking. And no, I really can only speak for myself. Um, but yeah, you know that there's some challenges in making what could be called a genre film. But of course, I think we did quite well. And in fact, RogerEbert.com lauded the film as, uh, you know, where the boys are for the 90s or something like that. So I don't know. Anyway, find it, check it out. It's a marvelous, marvelously unusual film. And then here we are at Yes Brand. Who would have known? We're now at season two. We're launching season two. I actually have been doing a lot of fun stuff to get ready for this season. We really got our sea legs and our audience last season and are on just a roll. We have a joint venture partner because... Um, you know, as I had mentioned in one of the promos, you know, I love to talk about brand voice, brand strategy, all of the things that get us close to the customer and close to the sale. But how do you close the sale when people are worried about financing? They're worried about whether they can afford you. They're worried about, you know, how do they move forward faster and more profitably? So that's what our joint venture partner, Numeris Capital, and its CEO, Todd Aaron, are bringing to the party this season. We are going to create the full picture of, of a brand and its voice, message, and solutions. So we're just, I'm thrilled that they're on board. Thank you for coming on board. And also the theme might be, along with the smooth process of you know, consumer finance and credit card processing and branding and voice messaging, is probably also smooth sailing in business growth, 
which brings us to my first guest of the season, the wonderful Lindsay Phillips. And I don't want to give too much away. I think we had a great time. I think it's really emblematic of the kind of work we do on the show. We want to inform, we want to inspire, we want it to be fun, and we want to have fun, and we just want to you know, move forward with a smile on our face. So that's what this season is dedicated to. Smooth sailing, nice and good, wonderful and nice, and it should be wonderful and good and also good. And enjoy this episode. Who do we have in the hot seat at Yes Brand today? Lindsay, I received your application and let me take a look at it. It says here, Lindsay Phillips. Is that correct? It is, sir. Lindsay Phillips. Okay. And uh, says you're the CEO of Smooth Sailing Business Growth and Smooth Business Podcasting. You better believe it. And content marketing and podcast expert. And it says that you're a host as well. You host Leverage Your Podcast and you're the creator of the podcast Leverage System. So let's see. Let's see what I would, what conclusions I might draw. All from. right. Let's see um, if you get it right. I might think, yeah, I'm going to, we'll play a little guessing game. I'm going to guess you tell me if I'm right. I mean, I'm usually really spot on with this because I, I absorb things quickly. Okay. <laughs> so you have spent time in the circus. No. I wish. I do love elephants, but no. Oh, loves elephants. All right. Loves elephants. You have a background in meats and vegetables, in the marketing and packaging of meats and vegetables, <laughs> I think. Is that only correct? Only packaging of podcast content so that it can be repurposed and multiplied to increase your visibility and authority. Okay. Well, that's well said. So <laughs> uh, I would say you're probably not a public speaker. No, you are probably a public speaker. Do you do a Sometimes. lot of public speaking? Uh, I've, yeah, I've okay, been well, on the stage. We and... have available today. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me. So what I was going to say. So the position we have available today is that of podcast guest, and I imagine that you you know quite a bit about that. I right? do. I love okay, being bingo. a guest, See? and I love helping people leverage being a guest. Okay. Well, let's dive into that because right. I've guested. I'm trying to guest more, but I think a lot of people are trying to figure out, well, what's the relative value and how do I go about it? To me, it's like guesting on a podcast. A, it's a good first step. If you're looking at hosting your own show, it's actually better to guest on a bunch of shows before you launch your own, because then you know it's for you. You get a feel for how to be in front of the camera and communicate with people in that kind of space. And guesting on podcasts, honestly, it gets your foot in the door to so many opportunities. I've been asked to be in, you know, on PodFast. I've spoke on stage and at their virtual events as well, different conferences. It's just a good, it opens up all the doors and you are seen as the go-to expert in your space, which obviously fast tracks you to being, getting more clients. How did you fall into the whole world of podcasting, guesting? What is your origin story? I did it because my coach told me so. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know it's reason. true. I was scared, scared to death. I'm like, I'm not launching a show. Are you out of your cotton picking mind? And then I did it anyways. And the first few sucked and that's fine. And then, yeah, I actually started to enjoy it. I loved the connections with, you know, the guests and other people and same with guesting on other shows. And 
obviously I love like it, it it's a way to create content that's easy and that you can you know use that as a blog post you can pull little bits out of it to make social posts so it's an easy way to create content and it's fun and those connections that you make with other people it it just opens up even more doors and opportunities of like oh i know someone that could use your help or oh i know someone that needs a guest would you like to be on their show and it's created friendships and you know i'm looking at honestly your some of the shows that you've been on and you know, these are some formidable podcasts as well. John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneurs on Fire, Joe Fairless's best podcast ever. So how did you get on these shows? How did you go about uh, appearing on the shows? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be without my connections. I forget how I met Joe Fairless, honestly, but I do remember it's through someone that I know. Hey, they're looking for guests or hey you know, can I, I was on their show. Can I, I, can I make a connection? Yes, please. And I wouldn't have been able to been on those shows without those connections for sure. But I mean, there are, for other people, there are guest booking agencies that get you booked on shows as well. And there's a ton of sites like Podmatch, Guestio, where you can pitch yourself to be on shows or, you know, there's different avenues to go about it. But I do want to say that it's less about which show you go on. Obviously, being on, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire, it's a good kudos to have. But you want to make sure that you guest on a show that has your ideal target market within that audience, because otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. Now, how do you find how do you find that out? One of the things with podcasts is that. There isn't always a ton of information like to the novice, to somebody, mm-hmm. somebody that just listens to podcasts. It, it, they don't know who the audience is. Mm-hmm. True, true. I think I like for me, I usually check out the podcast, obviously what it's about. And then I also see what it is that they do. So let's say I'm on a show and they are about branding then I know that they're targeting entrepreneurs that are looking to up-level their business to be you know, a personal brand and they're investing in their business. So therefore, for me, that would be the type of audience and type of client that I would also want. They're, you're like on parallels, right? Whereas let's say there's a podcast that's about, I don't know, nutrition. It's there may be some listeners that want to know. About, say, can we say that it's about ice cream? Sorry, we, sorry. Chocolate cake? Do you like chocolate cake? Can we cake? say that it's about ice cream and say yeah, chocolate cake or ice okay. cream? Okay, you're going to listen more? Thing, did a, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I always talk about cho- how to make chocolate cakes. So, yeah, if there's a podcast about cooking, baking, chocolate cakes, all these goodies – yeah, they're sure there may be audience listeners that have an interest in podcasts or want to put a podcast on, but probably not. But if my business was, I don't know, sugary treats of some kind, then 10 bucks says people that want to know how to make chocolate cakes and baking, they would be more likely to be aligned with what it is that I'm offering. So you just want to make sure that the audience is aligned with what you're offering and that there's some parallels there. Where do you shop for your baked goods? <laughs> the uh, the bulk barn's pretty good. Um, or Walmart. Pretty generic. Walmart's always good. You can't go. You I can't know. Go wrong. You don't have a bulk barn in the States, do you? No. Not it's that awesome. I know of. I mean. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, is bulk riding legal? 
where you live. It is. Yeah. There's like big buckets of like a bucket of pretzels, a bucket of gummies, a bucket of flour, a bucket well, it's like, like Costco. And then, you know, you scoop it and you put it in a bag and then it's like a bulk. Not, so it's, it's not a, packaged. It's, a, it's, it's a loose trough. in a big it's bin. Kind of. trough for, for humans. Sure. It's like a buffet, but you put it in a bag and you take it home. Do you get horses that come in there also and they just eat right out of the trough? And then sometimes <laughs> I hope not. Scooping, sc- scooping stuff. Why? You know what? Who really cares? Yeah. Are we really worried about horse germs? No. If you would have said to somebody in, in April of 2020, hey, how about those horse germs? You know, people would be like, you know, I got bigger problems right now. <laughs> uh, now. Now we know we're we're in better shape because here we are obsessing about about horse germs. But the point being, no, there is no point to that. There was no point <laughs> to that. The point, the point, really, if you want to extract one, is what I would say. If you have to extract a point, now I sometimes when when I'm listening to to a guest and I I go up based on your energy, you know, I'm like a medium in that way. I think you're. You're just chat. You're putting a certain energy out, and I'm just processing that energy. Okay. And as much as I love the leverage your podcast show, right? Which leverage your podcast suggests that it's the person who has the podcast, right? That's leveraging mm-hmm. it. Not necessarily. Or not as opposed. To, well, it also may. Be, but what if there were a, a sister podcast called You Guested? <laughs> but it's guested. It's G. Oh, nice. That's you very, guessed it. That's good. And it sounds like you guessed it. I know. You guessed it. And I should do that. The idea is you have people come on and they've been a guest on podcast or they want to be or whatever. And there you go. That's that's a gift. Take it. Take okay. it. Just, okay. I'll, I'll put it know, in my little my, pocket. As my grandmother would say in Yiddish, Gesundheit, they would say in Yiddish, take, take it and be well. Take yes. it in good health. You know? And so now tell me about your background a little bit. Where are you from? I was born in England, and then we moved to Ontario, and I've yeah, been in yeah, southern exactly. Ontario ever since. I did live at West for a while, met my husband, and then we moved back and had kids and grew a business. <laughs> okay, That's there's the a couple of things to unpack there. One is the England thing, the England thing, which I obviously wouldn't have known. And how was that? Was one of your parents from England? Were they like living or stationed in England or something. Like yeah. That. All my relatives are there. And then my dad was a police officer and just wanted more opportunities for his kids and um, decided to move to Canada. And then he joined the police force in in Ontario. Ah, so he was a yeah. police. I was only five in, in England. Pardon me. Uh huh. Well, he was, yeah, he was a cop in England. He was a policeman, a Bobby. He's a cop or a Bobby, a Bobby, a Bobby. Yeah, my dad was a Bobby, and yes. then he moved us to Canada. And the best part was no change in uniform. They didn't have to change the uniform. <laughs> exactly. Same, different hats. Same in, same in Ontario, different hat. Yeah, yeah different hats. Unless he was a beef eater, and then he was a, a, a beef eater st- standing in front of, you know, Buckingham Palace and all that. So, um, yeah, I don't see see what happens. See what you're doing. We're trying to get Sorry. all this done. I have. I don't know if they can see that. I have. I have all of this to get through today. Oh, geez. And we only are given a certain amount of time uh, to to. I'm going to pull a random sentence out of it. Whoa, this isn't that. Okay, this is interesting. I feel like David Letterman. Like I'm looking at the like. I know, right? Oh, this is interesting. I need whatever. a mug. I don't have a mug. Oh, leads. Okay, that's. 
Yeah, right. That's that's interesting. Getting leads from from podcasting. Share a little bit just in general, because I do think there are people listening that we sometimes take for granted that they know all about podcasting, Mm -hmm. all about the business of podcasting. It's a tool to Mm -hmm. get messaging out to get it could be entertainment. It could be in my case, it's entertainment. It's branding. It's humanity. Do you have some absolutely thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, one of it is um, when you are guesting on a podcast that you have like a one sheet and that you have particular podcast topics with specific questions as a guideline, but you also want to make sure that those topics are a natural next step to going to one of your lead magnets or opt-ins that then also kind of fits naturally into one of your programs so that there's a natural journey that's going to follow like a sales funnel and obviously people sign up or buy your course or sign up for your coaching program or whatever that may be. So that's one piece of the puzzle. The other piece of the puzzle is that when you are guesting on a podcast, once it goes live, that you should actually publish it on your website as like like a blog post. And even if the person doesn't give you show notes, you can put show notes on there, the image, and then you've got call to actions. And then as you know, on a, on a blog post, there's all that real estate on the side, the sidebar. So then you want to have like your lead magnets, your programs, your Facebook group, whatever else you have, um, so that you can convert the listener who goes to your page to get onto your e-list. And then that's where you can nurture and convert. Okay, you hit on something there that that pricked my ears up, which is the e-list. You know, because some of the because the the way the podcasting system works, you don't always know who subscribes. They're not really always no. subscribing to you. They're subscribing to you on Apple or they're subscribing to whatever. So you have no idea who they are. You may know you have a lot of downloads and you may get some reviews, but you don't know who they who the people are. So how do you convert the listenership into leads. You're talking about the host side now? I'm talking about the host side now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So obviously when like every podcast, generally speaking, has like an intro and an outro. So of course you're going to share, like, don't just say, go to my website. You can mention, like I casually say, you know, I'm Lindsay Phillips, blah, 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 with smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So I say my business name, but I also kind of say a URL, but I always lead people to, you know, if you want to do this, go here to get your free X, Y, Z. And you can mix that up and have like different variations. So you're going to share your lead magnet within the actual episode, but then also on your website, again, on those sidebars. And I also have call to actions throughout the posts so that when people are going to my site and weirdly enough, I think it's 60, it's a big percentage of listeners for my podcast that actually listen on my site, which is awesome. And then you can also have a podcast player. I use simple podcast press that has a opt-in built right into the player. So you can capture leads that way, but you want to track, like maybe there's a lead magnet that you only share on your podcast and you don't share anywhere else. So, you know, whatever opt-ins you get for that one lead magnet, they must have come through your, through your podcast. So then you can, or use specific URLs and then use pretty links so that you can track the clicks and you can kind of gauge, okay, which links are getting the most action. Oh, you know, that's coming from my podcast. So now URL is, don't say it. Don't tell me. I just had it here. Oh, Lindsay Phillips. 
smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Yeah. Yeah. There is a Lindsay Phillips oh, that makes it. shoes. I'm not her. You're not the Lindsay, you're, and you're not Wilson Phillips. Uh, no. And you're not Nancy Wilson. Yeah. There's a but lot if they of go to... uh, female rock stars that you're not, I noticed. Okay. So tell me what it was. What the, what the, smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Yeah. So sorry, smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think it was on this sheet. I think that's what it was. I don't think it was my, I think that it was omitted from the sheet. Darn sheets. Smooth business. This Fire the sheet. In the, in the edited. Fire the sheet. Smooth, smooth business. Growth.com. What smooth business one? Growth. Growth.com. Yeah, that's what I figured. I didn't think it was gross. Gross. <laughs> gross. Okay, now you like the word smooth. You like the word smooth. Uh-huh. So that shows up a lot. Smooth sailing, business growth, smooth business growth.com. So what inspired you to to use that term? What does it mean for you? It, it all started when I had my VA firm and it was smooth sailing online support. And I forget what the tagline is, but, and there's like a little boat, but like everything in your business, you want it to be smooth sailing. You want it to go smoothly. You don't want rough waters. You don't want, you know, to hit an iceberg or rock. You want to get to your port <laughs> and have a smooth ride and everything be hunky-dory and you finally get to your paradise island in a nutshell. Yeah, I get it. I like it. And then I just kept it. Even though my business changed, I just kind of kept the smooth sailing part. So And no, I don't have a boat. Line for smooth sailing. No, I don't either. They're to pay in the, in the ass. You don't want a, a boat. So the smooth sailing company, the VAs, the VA company, the virtual assistant company, Mm-hmm. The tagline could have been "Say no to virtual icebergs." Ooh, right? you could I could have. That. You don't like that, or you? No, like it was that. good. Oh, you could have. It's, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, it doesn't it's neither here nor there. It just was an idea. I know that's great. Everything needs a tagline. Oh yeah, you know that was that's I I should have known when I was a kid. I used to make up taglines, but I never thought in a million years I'd be in advertising. I just thought it was a funny way to refer like a to jingle. products or to refer to people, but. Like a jingle, yeah. Yeah. I used to write jingles. I have a very good friend who wrote jingles, and um, <laughs> he wrote. Uh, he wrote. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name check him here because he's gone on to do to do so many amazing things, and he would just be like, "Why did you bring that up?" But, but he wrote <laughs> the Ritz cracker. When I want a cracker, I want a Ritz. You know that was a. That oh, was I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny too. Yeah. To look back. Well, okay. So we're getting to the end of this initial this initial interview, but I think we may bring you back for a callback. Do I have to I apply think, again? But, um, and just, uh, you're, no, you don't have to apply. You're, you've okay, checked off. You've done so well <laughs> on this initial, I'm pre-approved. This initial thing. I see, I see nothing but, nothing but smooth business growth for you. Good, good. Nothing but smoothbusinessgrowth.com for Lindsay Phillips. <laughs> but I would like you to, to give our audience a little bit of something, a little advice, a little thought, anything you want to add that you feel people who are listening, who are trying to move their own businesses forward, could use a little shot in the arm, a little inspiration. If you can lay that on yeah. them, that'd be a great way to end the segment. My whole vein is if you're petrified and scared, do it anyways. And I try to like, oh, I don't like doing this. It feels uncomfortable do it anyways, because I'm going to be more annoyed at myself for not doing it than doing it and doing it wrong. So just, even if you're scared, just do it. 
If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you, yes, then subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review, yes, friend. tell all your friends, yes, friend. get your branding here, yes, friend. get your branding here, yes, friend. did I make it clear, yes, friend. get your branding on, yes, before they're gone, yes.